Your dream deserves to be shared with the world, and I'm here to teach you how to do it. I'm your host, Mary Diacitas, and on the Dreamers and Action Takers, we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality. On Mondays, we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you're taking time to invest in yourself. And I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Well, let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dreamers and Action Takers podcast. Y'all, I am so hype about today's episode. Today's episode is going to look a little bit different, but I have my friend Billy Mixon, who we're just kind of going to spitfire questions. Well, I'm going to ask him questions and he's going to answer them. Um, Billy is absolutely incredible. Part of the reason is because he is somebody who will like give you advice that will absolutely change your life. And it will be amazing. He's super edifying, but it's also the advice that nobody else will tell you, but it's the advice that will like help you get results immediately if you take action for it. Billy and I met almost three years ago at a personal development conference called First Steps to Success by Danny Johnson. And it has been amazing in seeing growth, getting to know him a little bit. And he's just, he's an absolutely incredible guy. So I'm so excited for you to get to meet Billy Mixon. So welcome, Billy. Thank you, Mary. I appreciate it. Hello, everybody. And I'm as excited as you are. My voice doesn't do the same thing as yours, but <laughs> <laughs> but I am super excited and honestly blessed. I've um, been encouraged by your videos many times that I have witnessed that you've shared on social media. I have watched you grow into a woman of power, uh, grace, and really just uh, intellect where your impartation of all that you've learned in your own personal life that you've been able to articulately share it with others to cause them uh, great successes and encouragement that they too can be a powerhouse just like you are. So I appreciate this time. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to get started with like the spitfire questions. Billy has no idea what questions I'm going to ask him. And <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. I have no idea what questions I'm going to ask him. Um, so it's going to be good. Okay. First question. Um, Billy, what do you feel like is like the best nugget of wisdom anybody's ever given you? Uh, I have a brother of mine. Uh, his name is Giovanni. Uh, we call him Gio. He, I met him in college. So this was back and I'm kind of old, everybody, but um, I'm not as young as fruitful as your girl is. <laughs> I'm 42. So <laughs> there's a long time ago back, but back in um, 1999, I met an individual. His name is Gio and, um, and another individual. His name is Lee J. And they've been my friends ever since. Um, I always call them. Um, th- those are my most expensive friends because I never finished college. <laughs> Um, but the, that time there got me these two men, but one of the things he always told me, and I did not get until actually a couple years into first steps of success and was know your worth, truly know your worth. The moment that you can grab it, just like really hold on to it. And the gravity of that, meaning if everybody doesn't understand what that means, the gravity, mean the grounding of that, how gravity grounds you and shows you because if I throw you in the air, you're coming back down. So it's this anchor that once you know your worth, it's literally impossible 
acceptable for anybody to take you out of that um, aspect. And it creates this level of genuine ownership for yourself that most people across the world that you'll meet struggle with is that ownership and that you, if you are feeling a certain type of way, it's because you choose that. It's not because someone made you feel that, you know, our coach always made this uh, claim that, you know, uh, feelings are like farts, but I, it's, it's such a crass way of saying it. But when you think about it, some people laugh at them, some people cringe at them. And there's an array of emotions that is expressed by someone farting, but the reality of it is it dissipates, it goes away. But when you know your worth, that never goes away. And it's a beautiful anchor that you can have. So when you are dealing with the insane seas of lives that of emotions of people and their issues that they have, you don't have to make them your issues. And I think that's like the biggest blessing. It's so good too. And it like goes into everything that you like talk to people about and in all of the ways that you like encourage and you share life and truth is like knowing your worth. So I love that. I agree. Okay. Fun question. Um, do you like fold or crinkle your toilet paper? A crinkler, you know, I think it's just like, I mean, there's not a lot of beauty in it when you're using toilet paper. You know what I mean? It's all, <laughs> it just all kind of seems shitty at that point. So <laughs> I don't think you got to do it like a Christmas present. I think you just kind of get into business, get in there and do your thing. Okay. I feel like that says a lot about you. Thank you for uh, <laughs> giving us that insight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you look for in a friend? Wow. Oh, wow. yeah. We're going to go from toilet paper to like, you know, what do you look for in a friend? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'd love it. This, this, and I love it. Cause this, this is purely you and, and what a blessing. Um, <laughs> these days, transparency, unadulterated, unforgiving, raw transparency. I want you to be your authentic self. I want you to know that I accept you and love you for who you are. Uh, I do not wish for you to pretend that you're not struggling or act like you're someone you're not. I want you to just be you. And I want you to know that I'll accept you for that and encourage you to grow in the aspect and hold you responsible in the other areas that you don't. And I would, I desire that in return. Um, I could even begin to tell you, I had, I was in a conversation the other day with a friend and I was just talking with them. And they were sharing some stuff and I was having a really rough day and they shared a really raw, transparent idea, like thought. And I started crying on the phone and I even get emotional thinking about it right now. And I told that person, it just kind of came out and I do love her. And it's a female friend of mine. And I said, you know, I love you for this. And she was like, what? what? I said, just, I feel like the situations of that day, everybody was just being like a facade. And the realness that she shared with me in that moment, it totally took this entire like burden off of me, Mary. Like it, like it was, it was a release that I just needed. Um, so if you're ready to be transparent, I'm ready to engage with you. If you are not, you probably won't like engaging with me. This is true. I, <laughs> I would have to, I would have to definitely agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and people are craving it too. 
Like people are craving the transparency and like the authenticity. I, be- I believe so. I, I mean, we're, we're in a society right now where everything is speculation and everything is, is fake news. There's, it's all counteracted towards manipulation of your mind and your spirit. And there's no grounding in it. And, and the realities, and that's how I knew the authenticity of what she had said was so real. And it really, just, like I sat there and I just embraced it and more and more tears were coming out. And I just had such gratitude that in my day that I had the capacity to recognize the transparency and really sit in it because that, and I I can't even tell you, Mary, like, uh, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a rom-com for those who don't know what that stands for romantic comedy, but it's like a rom-com. You ever see that weird, like fall in love moment, like where you're just like, oh my gosh, where they do something quirky and they kind of stop and they look at each other's eyes and you can just tell like they're they're just magnetized and, and, and drawn to one another that's how that feels when someone's transparent to me when they're just being authentic and i think we're desperately 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 needing more interaction like that in our lives these days so good um yeah it's it's a connection like no other which is yeah crazy. yeah um, okay, cool. Next question. What is your favorite ice cream flavor? Okay. It, like I said, I'm old, right? You know, I'm older. I'm, a, I'm, I'm established people. Okay. I'm like a, I'm like a nice Cabernet, right? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've been in a barrel for a while. I prefer whiskey. I'm finally aged. So it's like an old school thing. And for me, it's, it's, uh, it's mint chip, like with the actual chips in it and it's green. And I just like it from my childhood. It brings me back. I, I don't really have a great childhood or a lot of memories from my childhood that are great. And I remember my, my mom used to take us to a store called Thrifties. And um, actually, there's one left. <laughs> and um, I got COVID not too long ago, about six months ago. And I went out to a place called Half Moon Bay. And they actually have a store that had Thrifties ice cream in it. And we used to go there and where my mom could spare a couple shekels we were able to go out there and grab a single scoop and it was like the best feeling ever. And when I'm feeling nostalgic or I need to, and I'm not really an ice cream guy, I mint, mint chip is my, is my go-to. So it's like such a classic. I feel like it's good. It's not an old, I don't know. Maybe it is. My dad really likes it, but still, I think it's a good flavor. (laughs) It's a good flavor. It's good flavor. Like, uh, that's funny. You said, um, uh, it's a classic because there's a song um, out there by a guy. I think I forget what I don't. I'm not sure what, how to pronounce his name, but it's I don't know if it's Jadina or Jedina. Um, but there's a song called Classic Man, and I, I like it. Like if you look at the video, don't pay attention to too much of the words. But if you look at the video, it's called Classic Man, and he looks very dapper in it. And I kind of identify with that song. It's kind of like my low key when I when I feel like I'm looking good in a suit or something. And that's a rare moment because I always feel like, like I'm always sweating in my suits. I'm always fearful and, and, and worried. But when I'm walking down the um, road and I'm just like or in a hallway, that song kind of plays in my head. It's like, I'm a classic man. And I'm just like, OK, and it has me kind of bopping every now and then. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard it, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do. Um, we'll put it in the show notes too. Um, okay, so 
I, we talked about this yesterday and this is a story that I've told you that I've told so many times. And it's the story when you like, I couldn't accept a compliment and you told me that like, I basically needed to, can you like tell that story and like what you remember of what you told me? Um, yeah, um, I've had a lot of interactions with you and that one, I remember, um, I remember you were very like very, I'm not saying you're not innocent now, but you're very (laughs) assured of who you are. And I think innocent comes more through fear or lack of experience. Right. And then the last few years, Mary, you have thrusted yourself into experiences and thrusted yourself into just these, uh, um, life-changing moments and and whether it's through someone else's eyes or ears like you when you're listening to their story um or just personally for yourself and I just remember like the innocence of who you are you used to kind of your shoulders used to roll forward and you didn't really shine and pop like you do now like but there was just this it's kind of like it's kind of like an oyster right and I don't know if a lot of you guys know that but like oysters make pearls but they're sitting at the depths of the ocean floor. It doesn't look like anything, but the craziest thing is oysters can feed you, but the beauty of the oyster shells from within do not look like the craziness on the outside. And I felt like you had this image of you where it didn't meet who you were and that you were this jewel. You were this, you were this gem that you hadn't unveiled to the world. And I had kind of told you a couple things here and there. And if I'm not mistaken, when I finally gave you this compliment, I actually grabbed your arms and I said, Hey, you need to receive this. Like you need to stop like acting like this isn't true or just shunning it off. Like I want you to sit here and receive it. And I was like, (laughs) it sounds so aggressive, but, but I was like almost nose to nose with you. And I was, and I was trying to tell you to allow yourself to be loved, allow yourself to be uplifted, allow yourself without any perpetration, without anything like I'm trying to take from you at all. Just know that you're worthy of this and so much more. And I really, really desire for people to see those things, Mary, in themselves. I really, really do because I know what it's like to struggle with that. You know, one of the things I always laugh with people is in that situation, it's like one is willing to give the compliment, but one cannot receive it. And I'm guilty of that all the time. But one of the things I hate the most that I found in my life is people would not compliment me because they assumed I had a big head or a big ego, whatever you want to call it. And you were never one of those people. You were just someone I felt that just didn't believe they were more. And your your need or actually everyone's need for you to grasp that you were more was going to unlock even more inside of them because you were going to be that change. You were going to be that tool that could unlock that door. And I needed you to be your full self. And I wanted you to really, really capture that. And I wanted you, even at the sake of, Maybe you no longer being comfortable being around me. I, if that was going to be my last interaction with you, 
I wanted it to be a blessing. And I was willing to forsake everything else in the future with you just at the opportunity to maybe just plant that seed. Um, I mean, it worked like you absolutely planted the seed and it's like being able to go into other people's lives now and like sharing that with them because you were, you were right in my face and it scared the crap out, out of me at the time, but I'm so grateful for it because it was all about like receive the freaking compliments. And like, yes. I've been able, one, it's given me so much more com- or confidence because I can receive when people say nice things to me now, but it's also allowed me to go and speak that into other people because I don't think that anybody knows how to accept. Most people don't know how to accept the compliment now. And so they don't ever give them. And so then it's this like horrible cyclone of like, nobody feels encouraged. Nobody feels um, like good enough because they don't give any compliments and they're not receiving any compliments. And so they're sad and they don't think that they're doing anything. So it's this horrible like circle, but like you broke that like tornado basically of belief. And I think this was like, I don't know, two years ago, two and a half years ago. I don't know. I remember it was in the middle of a conference in Orlando when it happened. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it, 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 like, it wasn't even an opportune time. But I had, but I had, <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like, this is going to go bad if it doesn't go good. Like, this is going to go really bad. But it was just like, it's all or nothing, right? It was just like, you know, I don't, it's funny. Like, you don't, people don't understand love, right? God's love. That it's, it's, it's all or nothing. And in that moment, it's not tainted. It's not perverted. It's not lustful. It's not anything. And I just really wanted to share his love with you, like how he saw you, right? And just like, and and like, I know I'm an imperfect man and human and you and I, Mary, we talk about all the time, the assumptions people make about me all the time. And they're just wrong. But I wasn't wrong because I wasn't assuming what I thought of you. I knew this was who you were. And I knew that this, you needed to gravitate to this. I'm worthy of this. I am this. I'm going to be this. And you, to me right now, that whole TikTok movement that everyone talks about right now, where it says, all right, and it says like, go best friend, that's <laughs> who you've become because of that interaction. Where like, you know what it was like to be them. You've overcome that. You know how to accept it. You know how to receive it. You know how to live it. And you know how to now give it in return. And you're watching in real time what I was wanting to impart on you, you do it to others and you're, and you encourage them. And you're like, that's right. Like you are a bad bitch. You are a queen. You are a boss. You are an amazing man, woman, whatever it is, whoever's lives you're touching, you're powerful like that. And it was just like, I wanted to just impart that on you. I wanted to give you that. Like, even if it took it from me, I was just like, dude, it's like, she's, she has the juice. Like, She's, she's going to be the difference in so many people's lives, but she has to have it first in her own. She has to do it first. But once she gets it, you are going to be one of those rare women that never wasted it. And it's proven. And I'm blessed by that. Not because I knew that this is what was going to happen. I was blessed by it because I never knew how much I was going to be blessed by you receiving it. And so thank you for that. Holy freaking cow. Like, 
thank you. Also, everybody needs a Billy in their life. Maybe not this Billy, but like a Billy. Um, depends on who it is. I'll screen them for you before like they can become friends with you if they come through the podcast. But still, everybody needs a Billy in their life and people to like speak life into them. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, I want to get through a couple more questions because you brought up things from that last thing that I want to ask you another question about. But a fun question. Okay. What's your favorite way to eat potatoes? um oh man my favorite way to eat potatoes that is actually a really good question and when you said that they're like i like flash flooded thoughts about the different ways that we prepare potatoes there's Um, so many like vodka there is and then i started realizing i need to stop eating potatoes like (laughs) i eat too many of them um if i'm being honest uh, I, I really, I really love dipping things. I like sauces. So if I had to choose one way to eat a potato for the rest of my life, I would just accept it in a fry form, but don't ask me to choose what style fry. Cause that's not fair. Actually, you know, that's not true. You know, the, uh, the wavy fries, the it's, wavy it's almost fries? like an accordion looking fry. Like, Oh yes. Like they're scrunched up. Yes. They're, mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're, but they're, they're the same length as a normal French fry, but they, they just have these ridges Yeah, and it's a single fry. I love those. Cause if you make those crispy and you correctly season them, they're, they're divine. They're divine. Oh, delicious. Do you have an air fryer? Yes. They're amazing in air fryer. I gotta, I gotta, you know what girl, you're right. I got it. You're <laughs> right. I, I gotta do that. I was thinking about that too. And then right now, like, I don't know why God put it in my head, but it was like, well, you can eat cucumbers like that or zucchini like that. You can make it like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, these are good ideas. Yeah. yeah. We're doing, we'll do a cooking show next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be the best. You right? got to come to Florida though. I'm not going to California. Hey, bet. That's it. I'll bring the same outfit I'm wearing now. That'll be great. Perfect. Yep. That, that's <laughs> great. <laughs> Okay. Um, how are you an all or nothing person and how does somebody become more all or nothing specifically in the fact that like with your people, you go all in, like you are ride or die. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, you really have to be willing to lose everything. Uh, uh, and that's a, that's a, and, and it sounds lighter than I mean it because it's a heavier concept, honestly. It really is. You have to be willing to lose everything. Um, I value your friendship, Mary. And, and uh, you and I don't talk about this a lot because I think we just vibe with each other. Um, and we always have um, since, those, since our interactions. Um, our first few interactions were very hit and miss. They just were. You, you know, you were finding yourself and finding your place. And you know, now you are a strong, confident woman that stands alone and that welcomes others to stand with her. And I'm blessed by that as you as a woman. But that day, getting back to that question about why I was imparting that on you, is like I was willing to lose the opportunity of me in your life forever. I just was. Because I don't want, I'm not a halfway person. I'm just not. And, and maybe that's God in me that has made me that way. So I can't take, I can't take uh, credit for that, but 
I know that nothing in life has ever been achieved by any man or woman that is great without them being completely, totally committed. And I desire greatness from my relationships. And one of the things that I kind of pride myself on, and I used to do it negatively, is like, I don't change. And, but unfortunately, back in my adolescence of understanding of that, it also meant I didn't evolve. So it's okay to evolve, but, but you shouldn't change. Meaning, when you believe that you have, gravit- you, you, you have grasped onto the, the understanding, the, the concept of what your worth is, that should evolve to become more, greater. And it should expand, but the concept that you should never change. So I would encourage people don't change, but allow yourself to evolve, allow yourself to be better, to become better. And in order to do that, you have to have the same circle around you of encouragement of people willing to stand in the gap and evolve and not change from what they know is their actual truth. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like you have, you can't get distracted by like the shiny object syndrome or like if you make more money and you have access to like new and different things, it's like, these are all just tools and resources, like almost just not losing yourself and like having the people around you who are willing to encourage and willing to also like call you out and let you know and be true to what you said that you wanted and where y'all are going. Correct. That is exactly it. Like you said these words, Mary, not me. And as your friend, I'm standing on the side of what you told me when you were crying, when you were on your knees and they were bruised for how much you were praying, when you told everybody to keep you accountable to these things. Like I'm not freaking budging from that. Because no matter what, you'll never be greater than if that is really what God instilled in you. You got to mean what you say, especially when you use the name of God. You know, for those of you who may or may not be religious, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want to call your God, call him that. But for me, when you speak like that, when you're like, I know this is what my God has put in me, then as your friend, I will not move from that because I want to be on the side of God, not a God to you, but as a support system to draw you closer to him. And you lose people that way, Mary. You really do. And and that's why I tell people like, I don't, I don't care whether or not you're in my life or not. I care that you have in my faithfully, I care that you have God in your life. And I, I got to be on God's side. I can't be on your side. I can't. Because when I tell you I love you, I'll be lying. Because I could not fully love you if God is not in it. It's not possible. And, and I want to be someone in your life that's an anchor to the truth. And not a lie that you're trying to plan out and it's an excuse that you do and well, maybe it's really not this. Like, no, 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 no. You just don't want to do the work. Mayweather always says the same thing. He says, everybody wants to be famous, but nobody wants to do the work. 
Like, without you being fully who you are, Mary, do you understand the lives that you've touched would not have been changed? Yeah. In the time frame that they were? Because I don't think it's just you. God uses anybody, but you allowed him to use you as a tool in these people's lives by you choosing to be formed and changed into something new. You were, you allowed yourself to evolve in the truth of what you were speaking, seeing, and feeling. And you were able to siphon what was good and what was bad and what did not work in your best interest. You walked away from because to become who you desire to be, you can't be who you used to be. It's a, it's an age old saying that you hear all these famous, like, I would encourage you guys. It's not about these hyperboles that people say and these crazy sayings where they're like rhyming and they sound like Jay-Z or like <laughs> Tupac and they're making all these things sound and rhyme real cool. Really what it comes down to is whose voice can you listen to that will draw you closer to God's purity and love? Because he's actually the only voice you should ever listen to, but you need checks and balances. So the question is, when you're ready, when will you be ready to listen in order to hear and act and not listen in order to respond? Because there is no response. There's only action. You need to hear the words. You need to grasp them and you need to put them in the action. Therefore, becoming someone you've never been to do something you've always wanted to do, but never been able to. And it's a process and it's a process of refinement. And in my relationships, I'm going to be that person. And if you don't fit it, in, I love you, but I got to go. I got to go. What you described, I feel like is like the power of true community and what community was supposed to look like, which is really cool. I appreciate that. I, I think, you know, the community that you and I met each other in, um, I think you and I learned the hard way that it appeared that that's how the whole community was, but we really learned that that's not how everybody was, but you had to go hunting for them because if you really wanted that change, it really started with you because if you didn't become that change, you wouldn't be able to identify it. Mm-hmm. And I think the hunt came into realizing like, hey, are you really going to do this thing? And we kind of found some people said yes, but they, they didn't want to do it. They really did it. And I'm, I'm blessed by you as a woman in my life, even though you're <laughs> 18 years younger than me, <laughs> of how incredible you are, because I learned from you. You know, you and I, we've had conversations and I can speak into your life and you allow me that, that blessing and, and, and grace. But you speaking in mind as well, and I'm telling you, you're one of the few people that I can receive things from because I know that you come from the pure place. You, you don't try to siphon from me and suck life out of me. You always fill my cup because you never actually interact with me to get something out of me. You don't use me, Mary. And I think that's what, unfortunately, we as humans do a lot. We, we discard people. You know, I, I make a very crass statement, but... I tell people like, I'm not a condom. You don't just get to put me on when you want to do something and then fuck me. Like, that's not okay. And just discard me. And a lot of people don't understand a statement and they're, they're so uh, uh, taken back by it because it sounds so crass. But the reality is 
if you really broke down what that statement meant, if you really, really searched your heart, what I, what I was saying, you would never want to be treating somebody like that. And in my adult age at 42 years old, Mary, I'm just understanding that I've done that to people. I no longer want to do that to people. And I don't ever want it done to me anymore. So getting back to that thing again, like I'm just willing to lose somebody I love to become something I deeply desire to be. And, and that's how I achieve what I achieve. It, it's because there is no life without death. And, you, and, and, and people really have to accept that. It's so true. There's so much in what you just said that I feel like people can unpack and put into their daily life. And it's how are you, like, how are you showing up for your, for people? How are you showing up for yourself? And are you, um, showing up in a way that you're going to be proud of too? There's a David Goggins quote and he's like, you know, I thought about it and he's like, I get to heaven and I talk to God and God basically slides across this paper of like, this is who you could have been. This is what you could have done. And I think that that goes into the things that you do, but more so I think that goes into like the people and how you impact other people, because anything that you want to do in life involves people. And if you're just in it to like use somebody else, then like, I mean, you're still probably going to you know, get some things done. You're still probably going to be successful, but probably not as much as you could be unless you were truly trying to see, Hey, how can you love someone else? How can you be authentic and how can you show up for that other person? Correct. And, and, and I believe if you are looking to reap things in life, you better get to sewing. Mm -hmm. You better. sew, and that's, that's, it's kind of selfish, right? Like if we really think about it, do you know how much I've reaped by sewing into you? I don't. You don't, but I'll tell you this, Mary, I, I have reaped 10 times what I've sewed into you because that's what God does. He 10 X's things. And I wanted you to grasp something. I wanted you to feel something. I wanted you to know you are far more precious than I could even physically or verbally express to you. And you are far more great than you have ever even dreamed of or prayed for. And if God could use a, a donkey and God could use a bush, he could use me. And I just pray in those moments, he will. And if he doesn't, I just give myself grace and know that I really, really approached you in that moment purely. And if it benefits me, I'm going to be all the more better for it in life. And if it doesn't, then I was just there to maybe take out some weeds or take out a rock from your orchard so you could allow, so your ground could be more fertile. So when the water does come and the better fertilizer and dirt does come, and, that, and that's really what it is. It's a selfless act. Like, I want you to be great. If I get to experience it, I'm blessed. And if I don't, 
It was in his divine purpose for my life. It's in, it's, it, it's in the plan and it's okay. Cause we're not going to always see the sprouts. We're not going to always see the climax, the victories. We, we, we won't with everything we do, but we still should be doing it. No matter what you got to do to work. Mm. That's really what, like, think of it. Today's the end of 2021. We have had shitty, shitty two years. Like they have been ridiculous, but man, maybe we're just plowing the fields right now. Maybe we're just getting the, the, like we're doing the work. And if you've been doing the work the last couple of years, man, I can't wait for what it takes. And remember things take time and things take pressure and heat. But with no effort, there is no reward. More importantly, without love, there's no freedom. And if you don't approach one another with the aspect of love, you will not be able to receive love freely and give it freely. You will always be doing it with selfish intent. You just will. And if you could live a selfless life and a sacrificial life, then you're winning because that was our purpose. Like you said, it's to be in community, Mary. It's to love one another purely. Just, just purely, nothing behind it. You give up, you go up there and say, girl, you look fire in that outfit. Receive that. Because I don't want anything from you. I just want you to know that I see you. I think that's what we miss in this world is actually helping people get the perspective and the goggles of life for themselves so they can understand what it's like to be seen, not used. Get them out of the fray. Get them out of the shadows. No longer hiding. Get them in the sun so they can purely grow. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. It's it's a like powerful thought too, especially going into this year and you know looking at what do we actually want and how we can show up. And it's more than like the physical um, things that we want, but like you know getting somebody else into the light and getting somebody else into their true purpose and you having a tiny impact and aspect of it, even if you don't receive anything in return. So that's good. Um, We're almost out of time, but I have two more questions for you. Okay. And I will, I will try to be laser focused and sniper them. (laughs) So the first one's a random one. Um, how do you feel about feet? That, oh, that's funny. They, they I almost cursed really bad right now. They, they really matter. I think they matter. Um, it's in the details, right? It's in the details. Uh, like the toe hair details? Like, what do you no, mean like, the details? Like, shouldn't have the toe hair? Should, like, <laughs> I don't think we were meant to be Sasquatches. I understand that we have hair but let's all really think about it. I don't understand the purpose of hair on my feet. I don't, I, I don't let there be <laughs> hair on my feet, but really what I think about it is this, just take care of them. You've been given two. They got to last your whole life. They don't need to look like cracked cement. They don't <laughs> got to look like uh, just snaggle toed, you know, they just take care of them because 
in the detail, it's the small things that matter. And when you can understand that from a personal standpoint, from a hygiene standpoint, your feet do matter. Because think about all the people who are looking down until you teach them how to look forward. Give them something beautiful to look at. Or you can do it a different way. Give them a distraction so they do look forward. I don't know, whatever <laughs> your method is. But, but a feet matter. And it, they really do. I, they don't need to be silky smooth. It's going to be hard. They're rough, especially women with all the different shoes you guys wear and stuff like that. And even men, I look at men sometimes. I'm like, dude, your foot looks like a pumice stone. It looks like, <laughs> like take care of them. And, and understand this, men and women, how I feel, American contestants, what I say about men, I feel the same thing about women. Men, you need to, let me say this really quick for men. Moving forward, men. And, and boys, because a lot of you think you're men and you're really just boys. Prepare yourself. Hone in your skills. And take care of the details. Because it's the details that matter. That's the blueprint. That's all the electrical. That's all the plumbing. That's all the lines that run through the house. Yeah, you got a great house. But your electric wiring and your plumbing, if it's horrible, it doesn't matter how nice that house is, that house will be miserable. So take care of the details, man, because women, they deserve it. And please stop asking them of things that you're not willing to do yourself. And get over your egos. Don't be like, oh, but man, I'm not supposed No, 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 no. We, we, are, we are not living in the wilderness, okay? We are not barefoot out here. God made, God made intelligent men and women that made shoes and socks and lotions and stones and women and men with that do pedicures. Go take care of yourself, please. You took this question and turned it into like a philosophical and like life answer. And it was awesome. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I, I got to work on that. I'm sorry. I, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So it's, what it's I heard was. As long as they're not nasty, then like you like them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. If not, I will tell you, hey, Mary, you don't have this problem. Hey, girl, uh, tennis shoes. You got to <laughs> lock those up. Lock that up. Because I don't care. Mary, something. have you ever seen yep. a woman that looks phenomenal and then you look down at her feet and the bottom ends of it are all white and ashy and cracked? <laughs> it just throws the whole outfit off. It just does. It does. It, same thing with men, right? They look good. They have their nice Hawaiian shirt on. They have their great little matching shorts, the little linen outfit. They got their little chanclas on their feet. And then I look at their feet and they look like they were beat up with rocks. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, come on. You know Do, better. I mean? Do better. Do <laughs> better. <laughs> Complete the process. Complete the process. Yeah, literally. Okay. Um, I have one last question for you and I haven't asked you this question, but it's something that like happened this year and was like terrifying. And yeah. So I kind of want to hear what you say. Um, you were in the hospital with the Rona this year and like you were not doing well and you ended up going home at the end. Um, and I remember FaceTiming you in July 
Like what? And obviously you're still here. Literally. Thank God. Like very grateful for that. What was like the thought that you held or the thing that, um, yeah, I guess the thought that you held through it so that you could continue to live. Oh, that's simple. The fear of me walking into heaven and, uh, sorry. Um, Um, I had this, uh, I've never, I don't, I'm not scared of anything. It's, I don't know why I've never had fear. Um, but I was really fearful that I would arrive in heaven and Jesus would look at me and say, I never knew you. And there's a difference of walking with your father and walking, knowing who your father is. And I walked a life of conceit of knowing that I was a prince because my father's a king. I didn't let my father lead me though. And uh, that was a humbling experience because that is the one thing that got me through. It's like, Father, please don't let me die right now because I want to walk with you, not in front of you. Um, so I, that is, a, I'm going to leave it there. That's a, it's a very, very deep question. And I went to a lot of depths, but that's really what it was is I can't die right now because I don't even know if I'm going to spend eternity with the people I love and, and my father. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I got a bunch of people telling me their philosophies and stuff, but it was a real feeling. And, and I'll tell you this, and I, as I said earlier, the feelings are like farts and they leave, but that feeling has not left. It has been my anchor of why I'm changing my life to be better. Like we said, do better. And I'm trying to do better. I'm, let me rephrase that. You guys don't try to do anything try to get the word work on getting the word try out of your vocabulary i'm working on getting better i really am so that that was it i i uh i thought he would look at me and say i never knew you that's huge <laughs> and i appreciate you sharing that and yeah. that, like your rawness and realness in everything is something that's so appreciated and it's rare And it's, you walk the talk of being an all or nothing person and more so like you walk the talk of like pushing people to the father and like the people around you know the love of Jesus better because of you and what you say and what you do. Um, and so I appreciate you like sharing both like fun questions and then, um, like deep philosophical, like really get you thinking about what it looks like and what is your life and how are you showing up? Because at the end of the day, like we can have a lot of fun, but we can also, you know, look at the things that really matter in life. And I feel like that's like the perfect epitome of who you are. The only thing that I would add is like, Billy has great style and like his clothes, his hair, all of the above, like you're gonna have to follow him on Instagram or something because like his, just his style is amazing. Um, and it's incredible, but all of these things like 
so appreciative for you and who you are and for sharing and for showing up today. So thank you. Well, I appreciate the compliments uh, and the grace to allow me, um, you know, just as a disclaimer to your listeners, you guys don't base Mary and your thoughts of her on my words. Remember who she was. Um, A lot of people perceive me in a way that I'm just telling you is not always in the best ways. And if you really want to get to know me, she can contest. I'll share it with you if you want to. But uh, remember this. There must be something about me if she allowed me to spend the time with her and talk with her. And I am blessed to kind of end my year like this. This was something that, uh, like you and I know, it was on a whim. And I just thank you for choosing life, for choosing better, for choosing more, for wanting to grow, for wanting to go the road less traveled, Mary. And um you're highly favored and, 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 and purely loved by your father in heaven. And, and man, what a blessing it is to have a friendship and, and, and partnership and, and, and coach like you are. And those who have had the opportunity, you know what I'm talking about. And those who have been on the fence, take the leap of faith. Uh, you won't be disappointed. And you will be better for it. Um, Because I know I've been. Well, thank you. First of all, I received that. And uh, we're blessed and highly favored, baby. All of us. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, and you know, if you need like a smack upside the head and you need Billy to tell you exactly where you haven't been, um, you know, showing up. Uh, just let me know, you know, we'll put, we'll, we'll, we'll put something together if you need some Billy wisdom and to <laughs> make an insane amount of money because no guarantees, of course, this is not a whatever, but anyways, um, he has been able to help a lot of people and be able to show them exactly what it is that they need. Um, that's part of the reason why I wanted him to show up and share today is his wisdom is great. So take it, use it, do what you need to. Um, and have an amazing rest of your day. So thank you again, Billy. I appreciate you. And uh, thanks for showing up and sharing. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Dreamers and Action Takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people. I have a dream of working with a hundred million women and helping them to share their dream with the world. And I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at thedreamers.co, and I'll send you a free gift. It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode. And I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.